Yo. yo, yo, yo. <laughs> What's going on? Fucking everything, bro. Everything. Kamoli, we back. We back. We got Michael here. Back to back Michaels. Back to back Michaels. Not much. Ollie, I'll let you take the lead on this one, Ollie. Yeah, look, so uh, Michael here. He uh, was a colleague of mine, uh, but then I grew to know the man and he's so much more. Uh, Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> such a, he's a very, very good guy. Very happy to have him on. He's, got a, he's ha- done a few things in his time, so we'd love to dive into it. Um, Not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but look, we got... We got we, well, Cam, Cam, Cam has pretty much built up like a pretty good sport. Like everyone... I reckon, like, what do you reckon? A lot of people who listen to the pod, they, they're, they're sport... Sport yeah. People, yeah, I think pretty much everyone's a sport person sport in some guy. sort of. Yeah, so yeah. like it, it's cool, like getting on, like yeah, someone obviously you know like they're probably a bit more what, a bit more footy orientated, more footy. So but gonna, like still we're just like uh, Michael played soccer over in Europe for a bit and now plays soccer in the uh, in the big leagues, the uh, state what's it called? <laughs> not not quite the big leagues now, but um, in state one, um, which is probably in the third or fourth tier of uh, Victorian soccer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gave it a crack at the the top top level for quite some time. Uh, it was a bit of fun. So yeah. and you're a you're a goalkeeper. I'm a goalkeeper. He's fucking are you massive. Spewing, like <laughs> like you're a go- are you, Is that annoying that you're a goalkeeper? In terms of like everyone wants to be a striker, and so True. when you first started playing, when you're eight years old, you get yeah. down to training. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a striker. I'm gonna be so good, and then you get put in the goals. What was your thoughts going through that? Was because you're always tall or? Um, I actually was a striker for a long time, bro. So, like, I was the one kicking the goals and then started stopping them. But when I got to about um, 14 years old, we had this gun goalkeeper. His name's Keegan. And um, he was he was our goalkeeper at Whitehorse United. And um, he he actually ended up leaving and going to a Super League team. And our, our team was just below that league. And um, <clears throat> I just put my hand up. I was like, oh, I'll go goalkeeper. My, my dad's been kicking balls at me <laughs> since I can remember. And taking the piss out of me pretty much the whole time because <laughs> I'm too short for the goals. And he made goals that were bloody three metres tall. Yeah. yeah. And I was just a little kid. But anyway, yeah, took over the reins and um, did pretty well and then found myself playing at a reasonable level. So, yeah. Tell us the timeline. So, like, yeah. Up, up, like, yeah, timeline, uh, like roughly up until now. Worked, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, started playing when I was about five years old. Um, I was a striker, centre back, kind of played anywhere. When you're a kid, you play anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I got to about 14, that's when I became a goalkeeper. Um, had one good season in um, under 14s. Year after that, I was then playing seniors um, for Whitehorse, which is a massive jump because you go from playing against kids and versing men. Yep. Yeah. Um, the year after that, I then went. How tall like, were you when you were 15? I was oh. probably about. Six foot two. I was already pretty, pretty big, man. I, I hate like, you. I hate <laughs> you. <laughs> I reckon I was five foot two at that age. Yeah, you know what though? Like I was, I was like a, um, I was a pretty skinny six foot two. Yeah. Um. So I got myself to a point where I was actually kind of doing really well. Um. The year after that, I went and played in the uh, Victorian Premier League in the under twenties yep. for Richmond. Um. And then just had a breakout year, man. I had a really good year. We. Our team went like 21 games undefeated. Fuck. We're just kicking ass. Um, and uh, I went overseas after, at that point, went over to Scotland. And that was um, where my career kind of took off. So so to get to Scotland, is it a, off your back or is it a scout coming to watch and say, or is it you saying, all right, if I want to have a good shake of this, I've got to go to yeah, Scotland or... Both, man, actually. Like, no one's actually really asked me that question, yeah. but... 
Um, Hit the hard-hitting questions here, man. Hard-hitting questions. I always just say, yeah, I just went to Europe and that's it. But um, part of it was me because I wanted to take myself to the next level. But um, another part of it was some of the... um, uh, not necessarily a scout, but someone who did a European tour and took a, like a bunch of young prospects yep. over to Europe. Um, he was watching a lot of my games, told me to come down to his academy. His name's George. Um, took me overseas and had a lot of connections with clubs over there. Mm. So I ended up getting um, a trial for three teams in Scotland and um, one of them was Rangers. That was probably the most mm. high profile at that mm. time. And um, uh, I, I got there, did my sessions, um, did my whole trial and did all that. Yeah. Um, they actually ended up saying to me after about, I think it was about a month or so, maybe a little bit more, um, look, we, we really want to sign you, but the club's having some troubles. Um, if you know, if anyone knows much about Rangers Footy Club back in um, uh, 2012, they went into administration. So they had a lot of problems. They said, look, if you were much better than what we already had, we'd have you signed here in a heartbeat. But mm. I was technically on a youth, youth contract at that point. And um, they ended up letting me go. I went to a couple of other teams... I did good, but not good enough. Mm. And then came back to Australia. So Damn. I think my um, my Australian career was a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> but, still, so, but still, you made yeah. the, you made a trip across the pond. That's fucking wild, yeah, man. man. Oh, that's what's the, wild. When you're playing like in Europe, yeah, like... So like set the scene, yeah. Like so, right. you've got like you've got like a group of kids that are coming from Australia from George, yeah. Do you then have another bloke who's bringing a couple of kids from fucking Sudan, and then like another kids? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how does it work um, that way? Like. Yeah, okay. So, no, this was like a one-off academy kind of thing. Mm. So, the teams we were playing were uh, other youth teams overseas. Right. So, we played against um, Aberdeen Youth, um, Scottish Scottish Youth under-18s, I think it was at that point, um, and a couple of other under-18s teams and 21s teams and whatnot, and how they set it up over in Europe. Yeah. Um, and I just played well against them and got the call up from scouts who were at the games. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting, man. And like when you, sorry, <laughs> when nah, you yeah, 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 go, bro, shoot. and when you, and yeah. okay, so like amongst the people you're playing with, like obviously everyone, everyone finds English as like the neutral language, yeah, like yep. that's what everyone speaks. Yep. But dude, like you're playing against like Scottish kids, man. Yep. Can you understand them? Like, is it <laughs> what's the language barrier like? You it's know, not what like I mean? bad, man. Like nah. my, my old man's Scottish. My old man's Scottish, so um, it's not. Too bad, yeah. but some of the slang they use, bro. Yeah, like it's impossible to understand these dudes sometimes. Like, yeah. and when you're in a when you're in a setting where um, uh, uh, like slang and banter and all that kind of mm. stuff is like huge. Yeah, it's it can be hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. took me a bit of time, but they just take the piss out of me. And mm. the worst part was I was a Celtic um Celtic boy at heart. Yeah. So uh, if you know much about Rangers and that's Celtic, the biggest rivalry in all of yeah, man, it's like Colin yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Like yeah. It's a times a thousand though, yeah. where you if you go for the other team, you're pretty much you, you don't talk to them. Like I think the yep. only the only other bigger um, thanks, Ollie, for just cracking that on the pod. But um, <laughs> the only like other biggest soccer one is like the Boca Juniors v. Uh, Riverside in yeah, Argentina, River Plate, but yeah. I've River played wherever it is. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Um, but besides that, like that's probably the biggest known rivalry. And all, mm. did you get to go to a game while I you did, were there? Not, not that game, because yeah. um, at that point Rangers was in like the third or fourth oh, division. Yeah. They would just been completely smashed yeah. and relegated. So um, I went and watched um, Celtic versus uh, Hearts, mm. and stupidly enough, wore a Celtic top underneath all my um, all. So, um, and if you know much about uh, Hearts, they're very strong Protestants, Mm. and um, Celtic are all Catholics. Yeah, 
Mm. Um, so if you know much Jeez. about the history there, like and and history in Scotland, um, <laughs> Catholics they're not really uh, they're kind of frowned upon in those yeah. areas. Right. So um, you know it was a bit interesting. I didn't wear it obviously out, mm. but. There was guys next to me, like you know, wishing murder against the the fans who were just across the road <laughs> yeah. where I should have been standing. But no, it was cool, man. Like it's a different atmosphere. You got maybe fifteen thousand people in a stadium that make the noise of a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Mm. Like it's just it's just a different atmosphere. Um, and even the okay the the level of competition you're playing against from Australia to Scotland, and Scotland's not even the best league of soccer in the world, but like best yep. like country for soccer. No, you're right. So. Yeah. Coming from Australia, where you're thinking, all right, I'm the top dog here, I'm going to be the best goalkeeper, and you're going into Scotland, what was that shake-up like when you realised, mm. okay, this is the world game and yeah. there's so much better people out here? Yep. Like, what was that first change-up? What was the skill difference like when you yeah. first went there? Um, it humbles you, is the first thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, I was on top of the world when, um, when I was here in Australia, and then when I went over there, there was a kid by the name of Liam Kelly, and he's probably um, probably one of the better goalkeepers I saw. He was uh, he was 15 years old, and he had the same build as me when I was there, and I was 18. <laughs> um, a lot stronger, a lot quicker, just like probably technically a little bit better than me as well. Mm. Um, I think the only thing I had in him was my length. So as a goalkeeper, like you, you can have strengths in different areas. So mm. if you're if you're shorter, um, you've got to you've got to have speed, mm. right? But if you're taller, you've got to have that length and you've got to have that reach um, to be able to get to those. Are you balls, were average. Right? How tall are you? I'm six foot five. Are you an average size goalkeeper? Are um, you interesting? You say that, man, because like six foot, maybe two, six one yeah. tends to be like the professional standard at the moment. But then you have like some of the best keepers in the world, like Thibaut Courtois. Yeah, he's like six foot six or something. Ike Casillas, he was tiny. He, he was, was like six foot. Yeah, so yeah. So he can one really, of the best ever player. Yeah, so real, uh, real range from the. Yeah, man. What um? So looking back at it. Now that, how long ago was that? 10 years? How long ago um, was this? 2012, or? man. So 11 oh, years ago. Oh, bang. Perfect. Yep. Good guess by me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, looking back at it, what would you like change differently? Or what, what advice would you give to yourself 10 years ago to say, all right, maybe I didn't try that hard. Maybe I would have taken this route instead. Is there something that you would have taken mm. differently yeah. to improve your soccer career? Um, Football career. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Commitment, bro. Commitment is is the one thing. Like it, it's the same with anything. When you're yeah. when you're a kid, you don't understand commitment. Mm. It's like uh, even with a job or things like yeah. that. Like you just you you struggle to comprehend commitment and what it actually means to something in your life. So when I was overseas, I had it a little bit, but it wasn't it wasn't on the level of what it needed to be. Mm. And I think I think that's what the difference is between you know soccer here in Australia mm. and then versus you know overseas soccer like mm. kids kids understand what commitment is and they get it instilled in their brains overseas whereas and, you know and like the the kind of the presence of sport in like a lot of kids lives overseas is like a lot greater like 100%. In, in australia we've got a massive sporting culture but i feel like if you compare how much the average Aussie loves footy compared to the average fucking Argentinian loves soccer, mm. it's nowhere close. Yeah, it's so like, yep. like those kids there, they you know they're all their par- like their whole family has probably been like, you're gonna make the soccer, you're gonna make you know you're gonna make this team, you're gonna make this team, you yep. make this team. Whereas in Australia, you know your mum and dad would be rooting you on, mm. but you know it's not like that whole community yeah. thing where everyone's fucking fully invested yep. in like the 
you know, that kind yeah, of growth. 100%, man. And it could also be like, if you're in the favelas of Brazil, you're yeah. like, I'm making it out of this. I'm making, <laughs> yeah. I'm the next Neymar. I'm the next Ronaldinho. <laughs> this is how I'm doing it. So like, it's also that thing. So yeah. I'm assuming growing up yeah, in a nice yeah. suburb of Melbourne going, hanging out with my mates, drinking some beers isn't too bad either. So it's that yeah, type of side of it as well. So yep. Um, yep. we don't know what hard times is here, man. We yeah. really don't. We've yeah. got it really good here in Australia. Like mm. even in Scotland, man, there's a, there's a lot of poverty where I was staying. Um, in in a small town called Blantyre. That's not where Celtic was. Um, uh, sorry, not Celtic Rangers was based. But I was staying there, man. And not many people do much around there. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of it's very basic. Like you you wake up in the morning, you have your breakfast, you go to work, you come home, you go straight to the pub, yeah. get a get a, a pub brawl and go straight home. Get some hang- get some <laughs> haggis it. into your. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try haggis while you were over there, oh, dude? Don't even bring up that <laughs> word ever. Haggis <laughs> is the most disgusting thing. And black pudding's even worse. Yeah. Uh, Do you have what? black pudding? Oh, I know I've like know what it that. is, but oh. I've never even tried it. I've just heard of haggis. It's just like in like pig intestine with just like blood, blood and shit. And Loads of blood. Yeah. Nice. Think, think did you try it or not? I did. And it was disgusting. It was the worst thing I've ever worst had. Worse than you life. like uh. expected. It was just it, everyone, whatever anyone has ever told you about haggis mm-hmm. and black pudding is 100% correct. <laughs> so don't. You don't. know, the, like in the multiverse, there's us in a podcast in Scotland <laughs> talking about a Vegemite being like, yeah. you know what? That Vegemite shit is so bad, man. That is disgusting. <laughs> While we're eating fucking sausage. Yeah, yeah man. Gross. Hey, so, I could eat Vegemite with literally anything. Yeah, on shit. Anything. On I shit. love Vegemite. Oh, I hate Vegemite. Cam. Disgusting, really? disgusting. Wow. Yeah, no, I think it was when I was younger. Like, mum, mum loved Vegemite, but I think she loved it too much. Where she would put a lot on the toast. Oh. So when I first had it, she just loaded up with Vegemite, and I was Spars, like, "This yeah. is dis- give me peanut butter, please, mum." Yeah. So yeah. from then, and then I just never tried it. In my head, it's always been like, I don't like Vegemite. And once I knew that when I was five years old, never tried it again. Wow! Far yeah. out. So Damn. you haven't you haven't touched any Vegemite. For I can't like remember. I can't remember the last time I had Vegemite. Wow! I remember always. I reckon the, you'd like it. Do you reckon your taste buds might have changed? No, I know what Since it tastes maybe? like. Though I know what it. I remember what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I might. I might have you to try, try Vegemite. Do you know what, bro? Like a light, as you, a light spread with some butter is really yeah, good. Yeah, man. Like as you grow up, it's like when you have beer when you're a kid, and it's like yeah, uh, <laughs> right. And then you have beer when you're older, and it's like this is sick. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's contrast, man. I don't think like I've got this far without enjoying Vegemite. I don't think that like I need Vegemite in my life either. The only time mm. I'll think I'll need it is if like okay, let's say I do become a famous comedian or whatever, and I'm hanging out with some American comedians, and they go, "Hey man, let's try some Vegemite," and I go, "Nah, mate, that's <laughs> disgusting." So just for that one, <laughs> that one off chance that that might happen, that's the only chance. So, <laughs> but besides that, I think I'll be all good with on the no Vegemite stand. Fucking hell! Yeah. Fucking hell! All right, swing him back to soccer. Okay, all, right, all right, bring him back. Yeah. Bro, so did you play with anyone, like, not just in Europe, but, like, throughout the whole time who's made it to, like, a real elite level? Um, time to name drop. Okay, so... <laughs> Do you know Messi? No, never. never even, I've, have I even seen him play? I don't think I've seen yeah. him play. Yeah. Um, I've seen Ronaldo play, but that was in Australia and MCG. Shit. Yeah, I was, so I was at that game. Yeah. Ronaldo did the suey to where yeah. I was standing. I was like, <laughs> <"Sui."> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Like it's it's there's a lot of hype, but yeah. um, I think the best the best player I'd ever actually graced the pitch yeah. with was um, a guy called um, Darren Randolph. He um, he plays for West Ham United, I think now yeah. still. He's a goalkeeper, mm. and um, 
<clears throat> it was actually cool, man. He was he was one dude who actually like kind of took a full interest in my my career and what I was doing yeah. out of all the players. And usually you do that as goalkeepers. But um like he would he would drive me to and from home and everything in his oh, well, C six three wow. AMG and yeah, he's a good dude, man. I actually really liked him. I've we we, we spoke for actually a pretty long time after yeah. that. Um became a bit close. I wouldn't say best mates, but like just in contact. And then um yeah, my phone lost all its contact. So <laughs> yeah, see, see you later, Darren. You, you got the West End <laughs> contract, you, know, yeah. you phone who's this? Yeah. Yeah, bro, ah, lost contact. But oh my uh God. mad, mad keeper, bro. Like yeah. Um, anyone who can play at a Premier League level, bro, they're just mm. a different caliber of player. Could you tell that from back in the day? Hundred percent, man. Yeah. He's just on a different level. Like a ball, a, a ball gets kicked within those sticks, he saves it, man. Yeah, it's just unreal. Like when you see that. So when you you're watching the Premier League and you're watching the keepers do what they do, and they make someone kicks a goal, yeah, you kind of know that. Oh, there's no chance any keeper in the world saving that tonight. But when they do make that save, are you just thinking in your head, that is so incredible? It is. Because yep. for me, watching it, I'm just kind of going, the keeper should make that save. Yeah. But not knowing that when I'm down at the park playing with my mates and, a pen- <laughs> and the ball comes straight at me <laughs> and I get a little bit scared or I tap it into the goals type of thing, like then I go, oh, okay, maybe they are pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. Um, do you, are you watching and going like, wow, they are just unbelievable different level mm. um look you, you can look at you can look at a goalkeeper and see how well versed they are and what they do it's uh it's not so much like the saves they make in a game because that's like it's a part of their routine yeah. it's like when a player's just passing a ball yeah, yeah, and they yeah. make an incredible pass like that's part of what they do so when you when you're doing this like on repeat and you do it so often it's like you know it's just a part of what they do and, and those real incredible saves those ones you look at and you go shit that was amazing but you know, you guys might look at it something and go, fuck, he made a mad save yeah. or something like that. And it's like, he should be making that save yeah. is, is the way that we see it. So look, I'm saying the best in the world, but you know, um, there's there's a couple in the Premier League at the moment who are just on such a different level, man. It's who's incredible. The best? Yeah. yeah. Who's the best? Yeah. Ever or now? Now. That's a real tough one, man. It's a real tough one. Put me on the spot. All right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Say Allison, um, then we'll go past. No, nah, it's right, not Allison, bro. It's not. <laughs> you know, it's it's like a real underdog, man, of a of a best at the moment. But Aaron Aaron Ramsdale, whatever his name is, from Arsenal. Yeah, he's just a he's a gun, bro. He's got so much desire, and he wants to play for the badge. And that mm. that's like you don't get that in football anymore. My favorite thing it. in like. We'll say football for this podcast. When we say football, we mean soccer, guys. Just, just so you know, subtitles. Okay, just so you know, football, football. I don't, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. <laughs> AFL, I love you. I love you. Yeah. But foot. So when you're watching football, um, soccer, we'll call soccer, it soccer. Yeah. Um, that whole tangent made me lose my question. But um, you're yeah. watching it. Um, my favorite thing is when the keeper saves a penalty and everyone just goes crazy. The, yeah. the keeper just like ah, and everyone yeah. runs up. That yeah. is the. That is, have you like when you save a penalty? Is it like that? In the lo- are you going off? Are you? It's weird, man. It's actually a weird feeling when you save a pen because it's like you're not intentionally trying to save the ball. Does that, if that makes sense? So you're just diving and hoping it hits you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Because like they're, they're shooting at such a close range, and some of these dudes hit shots at you at like 150 yeah. k's an hour. So like when you make that save, it's surreal. You're just in the moment. It's not a reaction. Yeah. It's just a lucky. It's just yeah. a lucky guess, man. Yeah, like no one. No one knows how to save a penalty. It's yeah, like I was a guess. watching a yeah. 
Ben Foster. Yeah. Like, and he's like he's big he's on YouTube, like YouTube right? and stuff yeah. like. And he was yep. saying that after they played Liverpool, Mo Salah goes up to him and says, "If I had a penalty, which way would you have dived?" Yep. So he's obviously the keepers. Study. Obviously, they study. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he's gone the left last yeah, two yeah. down the middle thing, and so they try and make a bit of an educated guess. And he yeah. goes left, yeah. and he goes, "Okay, cool, cool." Like yeah. just uh, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, and that's like the the thing you wouldn't even think of. Like until I really saw that, I just assumed that I kick it and then they jump at the way they that they, 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 they see the ball go that way, way and they jump that way. But yeah, but yeah. Bro, no, it's really interesting. Like I remember uh, when Mike and I used to work together, uh, we would watch like the um, Champions League uh, <laughs> yeah. like highlights and that. Yeah, and um, yeah, like he would be the things he would point out were really interesting. Like he'd be like analyzing the footwork. And he'd be like saying like, oh no, you shouldn't have come out that far, this kind of thing. And just like at all times, like he'd be like, no, you should have gone this way and then shouldn't have jumped back, you should have jumped forward. And it was like all these things where you point out, like it, you know, take someone who knows what they're talking about. Mm. And that's like exactly the same thing. It's like analyzing the play and figuring yep. out, but then they're like to like a more of a micro level yeah. where it's like, precision. you know, you know, it's like, it's yep. that, it's that, yeah, exactly that precision where it's precision. like, wow, like they must be thinking mm. if, if, if the audience is thinking like level one. Yep. And then you're like, what, like level f- like 20? They're like level 100. They keep going, bro. You know, like yep. it's crazy. Like yep. they're, they're, they're that, yeah, finessed. And it looks so loose. Yeah, it bro. looks loose. Mm. It looks chill. It looks like they're just out there like having fucking fun. But no, everything is like so dynamic mm. because it's at such like a high level. It's crazy. So measured, man. Yeah. Every, everything that the goalkeepers do is so measured. Even, even players on the pitch um, these days, everything is measured. So... You know, even even from like transitioning a drill that you do in training into a game mm. is it, it's always like a game situation that goalkeepers do in their own training. Mm. So like players don't necessarily do too much of like actual proper game situation. It's like kind of simulating it, if that makes sense. Um, whereas with a with a goalkeeper training, everything is literally like a situational moment. Yeah, that's what you need to prepare for because you only get you know most games maybe three or four of those moments. Whereas, like, players are going to do this for 90 minutes. Mm. Like, a full 90 minutes of proper situations every second of the game. Yeah. So, it's a bit it's a bit different for us. We try to rehearse, like, those moments. So, no, that when it comes yeah. to the game, you can just give that 100% explosion in that one moment. Mm. How yeah. old do you think you'd go in a Premier League game? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'd get absolutely smashed and yeah. it'd be, like, 10-0. Yeah. <laughs> we'd get absolutely smashed. Yeah. Is it that big of a difference where <laughs> you would... It's such a big... Yeah. Different. Like, night and day. Night yeah. and day difference, man. These guys, they, they mate, play... Nobody, nobody here has watched you play soccer. You can just say, nah, man, I got nah, this shit man. easy, man. No, nah, nah. there's, things, there's things in my game at 28 that, like, there's Premier League goalkeepers at 17 who are doing better. Yeah. So, you know, like, um, I've, I've been there, done that. I can analyse it. I can do everything I want, anything I want, but my, my training's not compared to this. Yeah. Mm. It's not. We haven't got the same quality of um, training here in yeah. Australia. Not What's, at all. um, do you... One thing I'd always find hard as a goalkeeper is staying interested in the game you might not have to yep. do anything for the whole game and then the 85th minute comes it's still nil all and then they just come with a counter attack and then you have to be switched on like that you have to be warm what do you do in those times to stay warm to stay mentally yeah, like yep. to stay mentally on as well because yep. if i'm standing there for not for 85 minutes i'm gonna lose in, you're gonna be losing interest how do you stay involved um so the one the, the biggest part of a goalkeeper's game is the the way you can communicate with your players. Yep. So I'm never actually that far away from the play. I'm usually pretty close to where my where my centre backs will be at least. Yeah. 
um, a majority of my role isn't actually saving the ball. Like that's just a, the 5% of the game is saving yeah. the ball. The other 95% of it is structuring the team. So you're, you're pretty much a boss on the pitch. You're because so, se- you're seeing everything behind. You see everything, you're man. Like, yeah. Back in uh, yeah, Division Two, re- <laughs> <laughs> Division Division Two reserves yeah. footy. Yeah, I was kind of the general of the back line as well. I, was I like, love that, bro. I know what you mean, man. <laughs> Setting them all up. Hey, come here. Yeah. Feels kind of good being yeah. up, boss. Yeah, pointing, the fingers. pointing <laughs> fingers, bossing people around. Yeah, that is a good fun thing to do. Is that something <laughs> that, um, like, a keeper would be a very like athletic, really good actual keeper in the goals when? Shots are coming out, but they might not be as good as setting the team up. Is that like, is that like an actual detriment that that would time. happen all the time, man? Especially in young kids, bro. There's no no confidence to want to be that kind of marshal on the pitch. Yep. And you know, we've got a couple of young kids at the club I'm at at the moment, and um, good shot stoppers can play, do all that. Yep. But the one thing that can potentially lack is the way they talk, and it's the one thing that I've never lacked in is the way I talk. So if you can get any goalkeeper who can just talk and bring presence to a pitch, they generally will do quite well. Yeah. So it is, it's massive, man. It's like it's like having a Scotty Pendlebury on the pitch yeah. kind of thing, you know? It just changes the You don't way. need to talk hey, Fala to right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to talk. I know nothing about it. I'm the only player I know. <laughs> Bro, so speaking of, right, so obviously, like, the majority of people, I don't know about the majority of people you know, the majority of people I know, and probably what Cam know, we all follow footy, right? Yep. And what every footy player thinks about soccer okay. is that they're all soft fucks, right? Cops, so, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, but, but like, tell us, like, there, like I've, you've told me about fucking really rough shit happening. Like you've told mm-hmm. me about you know incidents you've been where you've cleaned up someone. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. know there obviously is a rougher side um, to soccer, yeah. but like we just don't hear about it because we just see like you know something on the, the TV and it'll the, be the yeah, diving man. and all that kind yeah. of shit. Um, it's definitely not um, a secret that there are a lot of players who do that who just dive and. But you, you it's also have to you because people do it. You have to do it to get yeah. free kicks. Yeah. You have to do it to the theatrics. It you're happens work, in you're working the rules. And manipulating the game is what is what you it happens in yeah. the AFL now as well. And people complain about yeah. it, but it's an advantage you'll get in. And let's say you get called out for one every five times, but then you've got four other free kicks from that. That yeah. that doesn't really that's kind of mm. thing, but. If you can take yeah. a, a little shortcut and work mm. to benefit yourself, would you do that? Of course. Yeah, yeah. So look at it yeah. that way. When you see when you see a, a soccer player go to ground and they 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 benefit off of what they do, mm. that's that's essentially what they're doing. They're they're trying to benefit off of a result of you know yeah. penalizing another player or trying to get them sent off or whatever it is. It doesn't sound good. Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, you know doesn't what, that, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like cheating. <laughs> yeah, it's so cheating. Like, <laughs> it is cheating. A that's bit. what it sounds like. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. But it is working the rules. Mm. And if you can yeah. get away with the majority of the time, of course you do it. Yeah. Because well, there's obviously bigger things marginal. on the line. Yeah. yeah. It's marginal. Like some some players will take contact when they're running at 100% speed, right? Yeah. So just picture yourself running down the street at 100% effort. Yeah. Right? And someone just, even a little touch on your leg, a little tiny touch. Yeah, you're, you're fucking... You're going to fly. Yeah. That's just what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? So it's not, at the end of the day, sometimes, like you can see it in slow motion replays, but... Like at my level, there's no slow motion yeah. replays. Yeah. It's just live. Yeah. So whatever happens, happens. You know. I like to think it's because um, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a European like majorly in European, and it's all just these Italians, theatrical Italians. <laughs> there, yeah. yeah, you're yeah. theatrical no, man. Yeah, performance. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it because. But the one thing I just hate 
you get hit and they stay down for yeah. the they grab in the knees. Yeah, uh, that part's a that's it. But the yeah. the plan for free kicks, play all you want, man. Like yeah. I reckon it's yeah. use. Um, obviously, like, there's no VAR in what you're playing with, nope. but is it a problem within the like your leagues with people? playing for penalties and then obviously the ref is just some guy doing the ref and he's not a pro or anything like that. <laughs> so a random, so a random if, junkie off the street. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody's dad like you're at <laughs> you're at the local the local club. It's just a big Greek club. You just got Greece yelling at you. Yeah. Obviously someone goes down in the box, you're obviously just gonna panic with is that a problem when you get in the lower leagues or not is really, that no. It doesn't happen often, but if it if it does happen, the referees are actually in that respect pretty switched on. Yeah. Um other parts of the play are a bit question, questionable. Yeah. Man, I can tell you, like, we've had some pretty special refs, bro. <laughs> Especially at my level. Yeah. It's just Do joke. you have, um, like, in the Premier League when the ref says there's an issue and they get right up in their fucking face, they're, like, <laughs> pressing their forward. Is yeah. that like that in your leagues or Dude, is that... There used to be this referee in MPL. I'm pretty sure he's still there. Yeah. Um, his name's Perry, right? Shout and he was Perry. <laughs> Perry? How you going, Perry? Good to see you, bro. Um, he he was like the funniest referee I've ever had, man. Like any any time a player would start complaining, he'd go, shut up, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Stop fucking bitching and complaining. Get on with it, you fucking... This dude, like, he looks like a fucking bikey, bro. Like, he's got a full mustache. He's bald. He looks oh, like, wow. He probably, like, rocked up on his Harley with his body, like, gang jacket on and everything, man. Like, this dude was so funny, man. And, like, if you saw a good tackle going, you'd go, fuck, what a tackle. And, like... <laughs> Shit like that. He was just the best ref, man. He called. He actually called the game straight down the line, bro. Like yeah. no one ever complained about him. He'd come and have beers with us after the game. And yeah, wow. yeah. Like knew everyone by first name basis. So, like we actually did have um, referees like that. But then you have like have some other referees yeah. where they're just complete fucking idiots. Like they yeah. just don't. They might be listening, mate. Don't 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 do any yeah, bridges. I'll call them out on the spot, bro. On the spot. <laughs> nah, look, we, it's questionable, man. Like some. Some decisions that get made in some games is just like you're ruining the sport at, at that degree. Um, but then obviously, yeah, look, um, at the end of the day, you get the good ones as well. So it kind of balances out. But at my level, it's it's lower tier. They're not really monitored, yeah. shit like that. At, yeah. the, at like MPL three and above, all the referees are monitored because the games are recorded. Yeah. So, yeah, so they actually have to call it down the line properly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's a big difference. Man, it was very cool, like, seeing um, when we, again, like, because we worked together, you'd, like, show me, like, videos of your game and, yeah. like, you'd be like, bro, check out this save from the weekend. <laughs> and, like, already on, like, a Tuesday or, like, a Wednesday. Can you like, send us a save so we can put on the pod? We can yeah, post yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Send us the I'll best one. Send us oh, the best one. the fuck-ups as well? There was this one video where I forgot what happened where, like, there's mad beef between the crowd and like you guys and you're just like like where the crowd was it's just you going like fuck you <laughs> shit, like, I like remember the swear, game man yeah. that was that was last year against Upfield I remember yeah, that yeah. yeah like we they were giving it to us on a on a megaphone all yeah. game there was this one dude like calling us degenerates and yeah. all these crazy names and shit and um, we were we were losing 1-0 then one of our players like our oldest fattest slowest player just got this fucking ball man Hit it off his leg and hit a volley from like thirty yards. Like you remember it, hundred yeah, 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 yeah. percent. Hit a volley from like thirty yards. Hit the top corner, and all of us just went up to this dude with the megaphone, was just <laughs> fucking giving it to him. Bro. It was so good, man. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Is the because 
a few people I know that play soccer, they also it's like, oh yeah, I play for a Greek club. I play for a Maso club. Is yep. that what your league's like as yep. well? Is it very what's uh, Nash's your club? Uh, Serbian. So Serbian? I'm not Serbian. <laughs> <laughs> German Scottish I am. But wow. um, Serbian is is a Westgate Sindulic. Yeah. But um every club has an ethnicity. All of them. There's Why? Why is that a thing? It's just a thing. Like all the most most ethnic people will play soccer. Yeah. As as you know all know here. Yeah. And um a lot of the time the way it works is like um South Melbourne, for example, yeah. or like a Heidelberg, Alexander. Um, it was a it was a community of people who started the club, yeah. and they would call it after um, uh, whatever their belief was in there, yeah. or whatever town they were from, or whatever it might have been. Yeah. So, like Heidelberg, for example, being Alexander, Alexander is like the most Greek name of all time. Yeah. yeah. And um, and and they would name their clubs after that. So, like South Melbourne Hellas being Greek, mm. um, or Melbourne Knights Croatia. Yeah. So, um, it's it's more like a, a town who would then obviously migrate to Australia and then bring their ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. So so would you find that like, you know, you got you got a Croat who lives in fucking Greens Bar. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, now I have to fucking travel to North Melbourne to play football. Or does he just play for his local club? Um like, a lot of them were locals back in the day, but now it's like across the whole of Victoria. Yeah, because now it's a lot more yeah. spread. Yeah. Like Yeah. Like there's there's dudes who who live in like Whittlesea who would travel down yeah. to to um Sunshine where Melbourne Knights is. Yeah. Um, and play for the club there. Yeah. So it's it's it is actually a thing. The, yeah. the whole and thing. so because yeah. like you play for a Serbian club. Yep. Serbs and Greece, uh, Serbs and Croatia. <laughs> I think <laughs> Serbs. Are, I think they're not friends with anyone. I, I don't think. <laughs> so is there is there a bit of that? Is a bit of a like um, a bit of a race wars things about it as well when it's. Yep. I feel like racism's okay when it's like white people be white people. <laughs> like when it's like Serbs be Greeks. Like you're allowed to just like, like you know what I mean? Yeah, if the local like, African team was getting like shit on by the Serbian team. Like the Serbian team would be fucking thrown in jail. That would be the issue, but like I'm sure like when the Italians are coming out, you're like, you bloody hook nose, bloody wogs or whatever. Like there'd be shit like that coming out. Like, but like, you know, so yeah. I'm assuming that the seven-year-old fans who have been there since the birth of the club yeah, aren't very woke, and you'd be, <laughs> co- <laughs> and you'd be copping some uh, some weird comments over the fence, some a bit outrageous stuff. Is that kind of like that, or is it? Um, depends on where you play, but yeah. yeah, it is, man. It actually is. Croatian Serb. Whenever yeah. a Croatian or Serbian team plays against each other. It's a fucking war, bro. Mm. Like it's and it's not just like a war between the crowd and whatever. Yeah. It's the players as well because you everything changes, man, about that game. Everything. Like we've got we're playing against Strathmore Split, which is a Croatian team, yep. and we're Serbian. We're playing against them round five, and all the committee, the the team, everyone has been speaking about is that game. Yeah. So when that game comes along, it's just going to be a hundred percent heart in the pitch. What's the crowd like then? When it's um, at this level, probably. I, I'm not sure about uh, Strathmore, yeah. but like we don't we don't get massive crowds. Yeah. But um, I used to play for Altona Magic. Yeah, whenever we played against Preston or another Masso team or something like that, um, the crowds were huge, man. You used yeah. to get like three, four thousand people. Ah. Um, Preston get that pretty much every week at this point, um, and some of the bigger teams like South Melbourne, for example, whenever they play against Croatian teams, yeah. huge man, massive, like five thousand people in the mm. crowd. So, do you feel like an outsider being like not? 
bit where you're German and no nah, man, you're like, part of the culture. They're just mm. yeah, you're a you got to you got to look where you could be put into any team. And yeah, <laughs> when you kind of blend in, yeah, you, know, like, you just you just look like he's got something European in him. I guess. <laughs> just something. something. Yeah, you could have said it. anything. You could have been Serbian. You know one thing about the Serbia v Croatia. I don't know much about Serbia, but I don't think it's like a very good holiday destination. But every white girl wants to go to Croatia. Like 100%. that's just the I've one. Been there. It's amazing. Serbia. What's in Serbia? No, Croatia. No, I'm no, Croatia. saying Croatia's lovely. Yeah, like yeah, they got great. the South Croatia. They got the beautiful beaches or whatever <laughs> but then like serbia like what do you got mate? like honestly yeah. like i reckon serbia would be a horrible place to go for some reason i've put serbia in like the russian categories <laughs> i just think i don't know i don't know yeah. nothing yeah about. i've never that, been there so that is just based off nothing it's in there with albania <laughs> yeah, <know>. yeah 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 <laughs> man a lot like, of them are from like small towns and stuff yeah. so like I, I have no idea bro no one ever mm. speaks about it but yeah true, <laughs> true, true i feel true, like that all just like, be angry It'll all be angry. Probably. So you're a uh, football fan, um, and but I'm. Do you follow the A League? Um, a little bit, yeah. But that's okay. That's the problem. Yeah. You're a, a football fan, but you don't follow the major league. Mm. What does the A League need to do to fix oh, the thing? Um, that's a, that's such a broad question, Matt. Pretty much everything. Let's just say everything. That's yeah. the only answer. Like it's such a dull game here, man. It's very dull. My theory is. Mm. My theory, my how to fix the A League, okay, but there's no, there's not really a thing to fix it. It's me more saying the A League's fucked <laughs> because the MLS they get the retired, the older stars. Gareth Bale plays there because they yep. got the money. They live in America. Yep. You get to play for Miami thing. Oh my god, you live in Miami, get paid five million yep. against these. Sh- I'll do that. Man. Nobody's like Daniel Sturridge came to play for Perth or whatever. Played for like two games. It was like this. We don't have the <laughs> we don't have the money. Yeah. to bring in the retired stars. That's true. And then, yep. but we're not so in the NBA, the the NBL, the Australian basketball yep. thing, that's getting a lot better because we're getting rookies before they go to the NBA yep. to come play here because it's competitive league. But in thing, nobody's going to come to the A League as a sixteen year old, seventeen year old no. to play here to then go somewhere else. Mm. So it's kind of in a dead end thing where it's like we're not a big enough thing, a big yep. enough competition or a good enough competition to bring in youth or we're not, don't have enough money coming in to bring in the retired stars to bring eyes to the thing. So mm. look, we're stuck, stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Mm. But there was a stage where I went to a couple Melbourne victory games when me and my mates were just kind of like, soccer, but we just went for the atmosphere and it was sick. Mm. I reckon they got a, because they kind of banned like the whole Northern Terrace thing. They banned yeah. the whole, just let it go. Let them have yeah. fun and you will get crowds at the game. They banned the Northern what? What is it? So it's Northern Terrace. It's just yeah. like the Melbourne Victories. Um, the Victory fans all go there. That's and they, yeah. they look... Like the, 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 go where? The diehard fans go to this one area and they're oh, just hooligans. Right. They're just the hooligans. Oh, the Green Street hooligans. Right. Like yeah. There was a and big problem that happened recently. Like the storm with land. That was fucked. Oh, that was right. fucked. That was bad, but... Um, you were in it, weren't you? I was no, seeing videos. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, punched the goalie. You punched the goalie. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> That's Australia's <laughs> version of when the Americans invaded like the White House or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Oh, bro. Oh, That's he was the guy with the horns on. <laughs> no, man, oh, there's a lot that needs to be done. They're, they're taking the right steps, I think. I think they are, but mm. we're still a long way away. Like, How would you go on an A League game then? A League, yeah, it's different. It's I, I don't really think it's that far away from yeah. where NPL um, levels at. Man, like NPL is is a good level. Is that the level one below it? 
Yeah. 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 So it goes NPL and then A League yeah, yeah. above that. But there's NPL leagues in all the states, mm. pretty much all the states. And um, like Victoria is probably the most, at the moment, probably the most competitive in terms of like the actual um, teams itself. I just thought teams. I just thought of the way how you're yeah. going to fix it. Obviously, I don't know how logistically it works, but yeah. you bring in the relegations, you bring in yeah, that because that. you're yeah. saying there's 3,000 people going to the Preston games mm. and stuff like that. But if you then just create that into a whole big thing, Preston gets promoted to their thing, that gets bigger. I'll, if my local team starts getting promoted or whatever, I would love to go see that. That's yeah, something yeah, you'd yeah. want to see. But yep. I'm obviously not connected to Melbourne victory because mm. since Bershat Barusha left, man, yep. it fucking broke my heart. I don't yeah, even I don't know, know yeah, how yeah. it is. <laughs> I think it broke everyone's heart. Yeah, obviously, he was the only player I could think of. I was yeah. like, does he play for there anymore? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, he's, he's done, man. He, I think he's actually retired. Oh, but, shout, um, out Bursa. Hey? <laughs> shout out Bursat. Shout out Bursat. What's his Bursat? Yeah, yeah Barusha. Um, I, I don't even know what he's If you say it quick enough, nobody yeah. even needs to know. Bruce, uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, promotion relegation's coming. Um, oh, it is. Yeah, it's coming, bro. They've um, they've done um, expressions of interest. Yeah, uh, which is an, an interesting way to start a league. But um, there's a, there's been about uh, twelve or thirteen, I think, teams from mm. from like NPL and kind of yep. um, in that level. Um, from our our state, and then every other state has submitted um, a bunch of teams as yeah. well. So they're looking at doing it, man. But you got to look at logistics as well. You're looking at like plane plane trips to different states. Yeah, you're looking at having a facility that can. You know, is house that what is people. that what we're talking about right now? Like different states playing. Different <laughs> okay, states. okay, is no, that okay, what okay. we're talking about? So, so no in the like. in the in the Premier League. There's there's Premier League and then there's so think in AFL teams it's terms yeah. there's the AFL and the VFL yeah. yep. the bottom let's say the bottom three teams they get relegated to the VFL and the top three teams get promoted to the AFL right. so that's what they do in the Premier that's what they do in every league around the world but right. Australia we don't do it don't have the facility but as well Not you get in okay let's say Preston go mm. on this huge run yep. then one week they play at Amy Park next week they play at the park on the street you know what I mean like yeah. it's, it's Contrast there's not really the facilities for it to happen right. but that's probably one way where it'll grow interest in the community for that to, to blow up True. it is getting True. better but and like Preston they've developed a whole like development at their home ground mm. it's it's actually pretty cool like South Melbourne own a stadium yeah um, so there are clubs who can do it but it's just not it's not been thought about I think yeah. really for a long time and then you know everyone always says the money thing and yeah. players have to go full time as well like as so, in yeah. the Premier League you can be a Div 4 player so like mm. the fourth division down and that's your that's your full time job and you're yeah, at a decent wage as well 100%. because you're doing you'll play like your league game on the weekend then you'll play an FA Cup game or whatever you'll be playing yeah. like I remember a couple of years ago Arsenal was playing against this team <laughs> and there was the, the hot dog the fat goalkeeper yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> there like this goalkeeper he was legit like 40 <laughs> and he was fat ass and there was this thing on sports bet it was like will he eat a pie at half time <laughs> and he ate it but then he got done for he got uh, fined because apparently it was like tampering. Like he, like because oh, he knew he, he might have put, yeah. put money on himself to oh, eat a pie at halftime yeah. or something yeah, like bro. that. So funny, man! Like there's a, there's this like real cool image of him like eating a pie in front of all the Arsenal players, yeah. bro. So funny. And it's like they yeah. like Arsenal, the biggest one of the biggest clubs in the world, pretty much playing yeah. at this, pretty much playing at the local park, wow. and yeah. it's just all these. Lo- that's another thing that's super cool about it. Yeah. But, um, that happens yeah. here too, man. Australia Cup, you get yeah, A League teams. Have. Yeah, oh, yeah. A League teams come in around the thirty-two mm. or whatever it is. 
And um, and if any teams from like the lower divisions actually do well enough to beat NPL teams and whatever, yeah. they can make it into that. Oh, so like huge. South Springvale did it years ago and they were playing against all these NPL teams, man, in, in the round of 32, which was crazy back then. Yeah. But like you get A-League teams who are now getting knocked off by NPL teams, man, it's mad. It's really good to watch. It's mad. Yeah, cool to watch. But like it doesn't, doesn't happen like enough uh, for there to be much interest, so... Like once a year kind of thing. Yeah, and you yeah, just yeah. don't yeah. hear about it. I swear to God, nah. like. But we're not in the circles. He doesn't no, hear about no, the local footy that no, we go. Like, no, but like even, on, yeah, even yeah. on the news, <laughs> even on the news, you'll hear something about like what's happened in the VFL, or at least something. You know, every now and then you'll hear at least something. Yeah, but I have not heard a single bit of news about it, like Aussie soccer, like at all, apart from the A League, once a year when something big happens. Yeah, so you never know about the relegation. Nothing I don't about have that. No, I, I, I didn't uh, know that word. Promotion relegation. Like, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> see, I yeah. keep enough eye on it to know that. Oh, no, actually, no, I don't. I, I saw the <laughs> riot thing that happened. Yeah. But, like, I was. If I, I felt like I would have seen the promotion relegation, I didn't know that was an actual thing. So yeah, that's happening, man. Next year. Stole my idea. But, um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um True, actually. Yeah, <laughs> but, um. Should have paid And, that. but, like, I, I would. Because I love Premier League, so like, I love. Like I, every Liverpool game I can watch, I'll watch. I'll watch the highlights and shit like that. I follow it all, but just because it's not, I don't know what it is. Like I would love to follow it, but I think maybe just not following it from a young age. You just mm, disinterested. Yeah. The crowds aren't that great. When they when I was younger and the crowds were crazy, it was such a fun it was a fun yeah, Saturday man. night to go there. Mm. Someone lets off a flare. You're like, oh my god! Yeah. It used to be like that a long time ago, dude. When it you was ever N- let off a NFL? flare? You ever let off a flare? A flare? Yeah, it's something you would do, I reckon. I'm not that, that big of a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, haven't been into enough games to fucking let go. Yeah. <laughs> but I probably would actually, right? Yeah. <laughs> probably is something I'd do. <laughs> but um, no, nah, man, it's like, it's got a lot of work to do, Ailey. Mm, a lot yeah. of work mm, to do. Mm. And a lot of advertising to do. It's just, they say there's no money, but like you, you see these teams at my What's level. What's like an average A-League salary, do you know? Is it I think... It might have changed since yeah. I last known it, but it was like a 60 grand base salary for entry-level players. Yep. And then there were some players who would make like 150, 200 maybe. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure, but it's a bit of a guess to be honest. But yeah. 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 Well, look, I mean, if it's like, if you kind of max out at 200 grand, then where's the incentive? You know what yeah. I mean? As well, like... The incentive is then to go to, you are the best player in the A-League, then you can go finally play for the Ukraine League and you'll probably get 500 <laughs> You get 500K there. Bang. You finally get the, the call up to the Chinese League. You're playing with... Um, who's playing, who went to the Chinese League? Uh, Freddie Gruan and... Um, Oscar, he went there. He, yeah. he was like played for Chelsea. Chelsea. He was a yeah, good right. as player, Brazilian, and then he just got like the craziest contract of all time from yeah, China. Yeah. And now he <laughs> just plays money. in China. Well, like Ronaldo uh, as well, bro, in Saudi oh, Arabia. Saudi, that contract, like what the fuck is like, that? He earns like a, he earns like a million dollars a second, man. That guy, like, <laughs> and he plays, insane, dude. Yeah, yeah. We're just chilling in the garage talking about Cristiano Ronaldo earning <laughs> yeah. a million dollars. Are you um, <laughs> uh, Messi or Ronaldo? I know the answer to this. What's the answer? Ronaldo. <laughs> I think I might have changed my mind, Ollie. Oh, really? After the yeah. World Cup? World Cup, man, World kind of changed World my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Messi's a couple of years behind in age, but yeah. I feel like he's just dominating still, man. Yeah. Ronaldo's had to, like, kind of take a back seat. Maybe some shit's happened to him at 
That's know, what's United and whatever. Unfortunate by for Ronaldo is yeah. that he's just that because everyone's just always been Messi, Ronaldo, Messi, Ronaldo. Yeah. It's them two, and then him being a few years older, he's just his peak has dropped off now. And now it's like, oh. wait, yeah. wait, who's dropped off? Sorry, Ronaldo's dropped off. Oh, so Ronaldo, I yeah. thought. Wait, I thought Messi was older. No, no Ronaldo's no, like a year or two older. Right? Yeah. 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 One thing I was always Ronaldo just because he was cooler. Yeah. But now I'm onto the Messi <laughs> side. Yeah, but I'm onto the Messi side as well just because he's tiny and he's like the best player. Like he's, he's an underdog, but he's you the would most never dominant. if yeah. you didn't know soccer or anything like that, and you just see him walking with a t-shirt and pants on, you'd be like, "That's just a small man." <laughs> he is a small man. Bro. He is a very that short. That is just man. like How tall is he? Like, like five, five foot seven. Yeah. Wow. He's, so he's, a he's small actually man, a really bro. short bloke. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you see, like people, especially with the footy, you see like some guy who looks short, but in mm. real life they're like six. That's what soccer Bontempelli players. stats, man. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. He's a short dude, isn't he? Who? Bontempelli. No, he's the opposite. He's huge. Oh, who's the guy who plays for Western Bulldogs? Caleb Daniel. Caleb Daniel. Oh, that I always yeah, get yeah. the wrong name, bro. I don't <laughs> know why I call him Bontempelli. Bontempelli's like one of the biggest. <laughs> but um, I told you to not make footy references. <laughs> 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 My best, bro. <laughs> no, but like soccer uh, players. A lot of them are pretty small, like yeah. like Iniesta was tiny. Like the, some of them are just like these small, wiry little midfielders, and you're yeah. like, they're just so skillful at what they do that they just mm. I don't know. Yeah, little yeah. <laughs> it's like the shorter you are in soccer, the better you are as well. Like it's crazy, dude. Some of these and short what, you're dudes six are just five. Nuts. I'm <laughs> shit. Which is actually exactly right. Actually, <laughs> oh, fuck. do you have a, um, a favorite save? Like a save that you like that was crazy. From someone been. else or me? From you. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> run us down. Run, <laughs> run us down. Paint the picture. The full, the full rundown. All right. Um, cold, windy night at Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, it was at Port Melbourne. Um, we were versing, uh, sorry, playing, as David Smith would hate us saying, <laughs> yeah. playing against um, North Geelong Warriors. Um, would have been back in... Fucking hate the Warriors, man. Fucking hate, hate those them. dudes, man. We all are Croatian, though. Oh, so it's oh yeah. Yeah, shit. Um, anyway, we're playing against them, and um, it was getting towards the end of the game. We were up 3-2. We just scored. Ooh. And um, one of the boys um, on the other team was running down the wing, and he's, he's crossed the ball in. And as it's come across, I've kind of come across my goal to close him down, and um, he's touched the ball back, back to my left. And I kind of just rotated my body like midair and just got in front of him. It was basically right on the line of the goal and just smothered the ball as he went to just smash it into the goal. Um, and there was a real mad photo um, this this dude took when he was there yeah. of that actual save, man. That was probably the best save I'd ever made, Fuck man. Yeah. Like Send at, that to at us. Moment, it was <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll get it, man. I'll find, I've still That's got huge. it, bro. Yeah. Have you yeah. ever had, because like someone's running at you full pelt and you have to dive at their feet. Yeah. Boots to the head, like what's yep. any... What's the worst I've had? Yeah. Probably probably a knee to the face was the worst Ooh, I've ever had, man. Yeah. It was like my first year of goalkeeping as so well. So simple, but so brutal. Bro, yeah. it's just shit. Like knee's you, a yeah. hard spot, man. Oh, yeah. oh actually, in, in a game, it was it was a knee to, knee to the jaw. Mm. In training, this dude called Ben Clark, shout out to Ben Clark, dick. <laughs> he put his knee through the side of my head, man, and just split my head open on this side here. And I thought I was a bit of a chief and wanted to go to the bloody... Uh, Hospital by myself, <laughs> dickhead. I should have got a hot uh, ambulance. And I, I drove there. I had like two two bottles of um, Powerade on the way there, red red Powerade. And when I got there, I vomited everywhere, bro. I was like in 
real bad fucking form. <laughs> I was in bad form. Red power, they think he's vomiting blood. Bro, they thought I was vomiting blood. Yeah. It was the best way to get straight through yeah, to get an x-ray. Smart, they smart. took me straight through, x-ray. They got me stitched up yeah. in like 20 minutes. Bro. Oh, huge. You know that's when you go to hospitals, it takes That's a hot tip, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. If you ever go, drink a shitload of power. <laughs> vomit. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah, I remember once, broke my arm playing AFL football. Yep. Aussie rules will say real Aussie possible. rules that was real um, And I used to be Oh look I, When I was younger This is actually a bit of a funny story I was a bit soft as well And I remember the um, The medic was my mate's dad Rod Shout out Rod Harris um, And There's a few I used to go off with an injury And he'd be like Nah you're right, mate Like whatever <laughs> I was just looking up whatever. Got like tackled on my Humerus bone Which is your like, humerus. Your humerus Which is like your upper arm Like yep. under your shoulder and I, it, it broke it, and the medic was like, nah, you're all right, mate. I was like, I cannot fucking move my arm. This is ridiculous. Bang, get in the thing. I remember me and my mum, I was sitting there in my fucking footy boots, like cold, shivering for like three hours, just waiting for the... And it was a grim experience. Yeah. Sounds like shit. Should have drank fucking uh, red powder. No, I went off to the bench, and yeah. I was like... He was like, nah, you'll be right. <laughs> and then I remember he felt really bad about it. So it's like a I, student physio yeah, or something. You st- no, it was my mate's dad. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he's actually like, he's my dad's best friend now as well. So, um, yeah, he owes me for that one. Guilt for life. Owes me that one bad. Oh, Stitch you, man. You should have drank the red power, and you're right. Yeah, yeah I reckon. Man. That's Would have fixed everything. Uh, now that you've sort of stopped being neat in the head and you've stopped vomiting it up, Blood and shit like that. Now you're a dad. Congratulations. Congrats. Oh, you were, yeah, so you've been a dad for almost a year now. Yep. But um, still really exciting stuff. How do you feel? Because the audience you're talking to, according to Instagram Insights, we're between the ages of 18 and 24. Okay. Talking to the younger demographic, how do your priorities change? Because you know, you're late 20s, you've just had a kid. How, yep. how, do, how have things Killer change? question, Ollie. That's, a, that's yeah. an in-depth question, man. Yeah. <laughs> how does my priorities change? So you ever been kneed in the head while playing soccer? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's never kneed in the head, man. It's not a good experience, yeah. bro. Um, how's my priorities changed? Um, everything becomes... Um, about that little person, bro. Yeah. You're, you're bringing up a, literally a, a miniature version of yourself. You should see his baby, like, though. It literally <coughs> looks like a tiny version of Mike. It is yeah, crazy. it's crazy, like, dude. Xavier looks, looks the same. Honestly, I never see it. When someone goes, it's got your no, mum's no, no, eyes. No, no. I'm I'll like, show you, bro. I'll show me. you. This is actually, it's dude. actually nuts, man. Like, there he is. <laughs> He's a small it version of me, looks man. It's like a mini me. I can't know this shit. Even when he was just born, I looked at him and was like, wow, that's Michael. Maybe because like, I don't know you that well that I don't know you. Uh, let's have a look. Come on, man. I'm just going to say yes to make you happy. Wow. Anyway. Your priorities. It's, it's a weird feeling becoming a dad, man. It's the most surreal thing that ever happens to you. Um, think about like something that you feel responsible for at work that kind of stresses you out a little bit yeah. and times that by 10, maybe more. And that's what it's like being a parent every fucking day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you you really kind of, it, it, it humbles you in that you're a young person and you transition to being like a mature person the second you, you lay eyes on that kid, man. It's just, fuck. Did you feel like you were ready for it when- it No was way. Yeah. Nah, man. I, you, you never- you're never ready for it. No one's ever ready yeah, for it, I don't think. Yeah, you just, that's what people say. No, yeah. no one's ever ready. Um, 
to, to a degree, like you try and prepare yourself and get yourself G'd up for it. And yeah. you're like, okay, look, I'm probably going to lose out on some sleep. I'm probably going to have to do this and that and sacrifice this and whatever it is. But um, yeah, look, I don't know, man. It's just such a change in my life. Such a change, but I don't, I don't think it's impacted me on such a high level because the missus takes over most of it. <laughs> she's, she really, like, she took fucking heaps of the responsibility and she's a fucking weapon. I heard that, yeah. like, the first year, yeah. the the girl does a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah, and you just make funny faces. Go, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, I'll fucking just sit here and try yeah. to entertain him, but that's about it. No, <laughs> you're redundant for a long time, yeah. bro, as the old man, but... Um, when they start getting the personality, bro, that's that changes everything. What age does the training start? Training? The training. For, for soccer? To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't want him to be a soccer player, man. I actually want him to be a basketballer, bro. Yeah? yeah. I want him to go height? somewhere where yeah. he can just fucking excel yeah. and take it to the next level rather than, you know. Because your missus is mm. like, uh, what, five, nine? She's about five, nine. Five, that's pretty ten. tall for a yeah. girl. She's pretty tall. Yeah, she's pretty tall. So but you like, he'll be pretty big? I'm going to be taller than me, man. Yeah. To be honest, I reckon he'll probably go past like six, five. Oh, take, yeah, getting basketball. Big boy, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little fat ass already as well. Mm. Like he's 10 kilos. <laughs> ten, 10 kilos, he's bloody 80 something centimeters tall. Mm. The fucking big boy Don't man. know much on babies But that sounds big yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I want my kid to play golf Yeah Just golf, because bro. I'm not very athletic And like I just feel like There's a lot of non-athletes That play golf And you can earn heaps <laughs> And you can earn, and you can earn heaps <laughs> of money stats, okay? Yeah You yeah. can earn oh, heaps of money man. So, so you, As soon you as they can want your son to be that guy In the polo and the pink shorts As soon as he can stand I'm giving him a golf club And I'm forcing him to He's probably going to resent me In the older years of his life Good <laughs> But as long as he's As long as I can retire And he's um, it, He's getting those big uh, golf checks That's it We'll get him to live golf And get Tiger one of those tour, eh? Yeah <laughs> Target tour As much as he wants yeah. He's presenting yourself In his Lamborghini Yeah so. that's <laughs> it That's it yeah. So um, Oh, that's, a good that's good fun. Um, I reckon we'll have we got fifty six minutes, fifty seven minutes. Six, yeah, that's perfect. Um, any final words for the uh, the pod, the people? You want to go Andrew Struck Andrew me. Tate mode? Here we go. <laughs> you said anything about Andrew Tate? Mode? No, uh, no way, bro. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, Michael, this was a pleasure, Ollie. Do you have any final words? Nah, nothing here. Nothing here. Thank you so much Good for coming sesh. on. Normally, guys, we do like a quote at the end and we do it over the Champions League song and that was inspired by this man. So you got oh, this man. I'll run thanks. it. I'll run one. I'll hey. run a quote. I'll run a quote hey. off the dome. Let me just uh, think of something. Quote off the dome? What, uh, what, what, I've been thinking, what button is that? Uh, I can do it, man. Blue? I'm not a child. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> what have I been thinking about lately? Affirmations. Affirmations. Um, oh, that's deep. I haven't really been thinking of nothing, so no quote this week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe just play just the play song it. as the outro. Sure. Is that, yeah, that's a good call. Oh, no. oh, I have more shit to say. Um, I'll say it over the thing. Um, yeah, so just make sure you like, um, you share, share it, um, send it to a friend. Yeah. Um, send it to five friends. Send it to five Michael's, friends. Or Michael's going to be under your bed. <laughs> He'll be under your bed tonight. <laughs> Um, tell your mum you love her, give her a hug. Yeah. And, oh, it stopped. But anyway, peace out. <laughs>